T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Happy Wednesday afternoon. Good to have you with us here. Um, If you have a sensitive gag reflex, here's your warning. (laughs) about this next story. Happy lunch hour to you. But I love this because of all the problems we talk about in restaurants and of all the fees that we've seen and all the things that restaurants are tired of you doing, this is absolutely a new one. Uh Uh-huh. Apparently those bottomless mimosas at the Sunday brunch have become a little bit of an issue. So restaurants around the San Francisco Bay Area have instituted a fee of $50 per incident, a $50 cleaning fee will automatically include in your tap. That's I think they mean tab. <laughs> when you throw up in public areas, thank you so much for your understanding. So, yeah, if you sit there and get commode hugging drunk on mimosas on a Sunday morning, which don't we all, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, make sure you can make it to the bathroom before you let loose. So, of course, it begs the question, what happened that prompted this $50 fee? Or how many times did it happen? Yes, yes. Um, I also want to know, if you drive for a ride-sharing service and you choose to drive late at night, what's the fee? Number one, I've talked to so many Uber drivers, like, in the morning, and, you, you know, you chat a little bit even though I hate the small talk in a, in a car like that, but you yeah. do chat a little bit and you ask them like, Hey, when do you normally drive? You know, that kind of stuff. And I've had so many say to me that they're not doing the after bar close business because they don't want the mess yeah. in the car. They know what's coming. What's, what's the fee structure there? Does Uber, do you get to charge them? Does Uber let you charge them? Oh, there's definitely if they throw a fee. up in the car. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know how much it is, but yeah, there there is definitely uh, we've we've had uh, people refer to it before that there is, and I don't know. Yeah, I guess that would have to go to the driver because the driver is going to be the one that has to clean all that up. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know if Uber keeps a cut of that. I know they keep a cut of the of the overall cost of the ride, but still. Um, yeah, it seems like that should go directly to you since you're the one that has to ew. Um, 50 bucks, though. I mean, they, they, uh, I guess that's not out of bounds, but I just I wonder about that because they, they're laying this directly at the feet of the whole bottomless mimosas. You're giving away booze and then charging people when they throw up in your restaurant. But uh, all that's going to do is encourage them not to do that anymore. It is interesting. Yeah. Um. But I also, so what they're trying to do is just put limits also, like drink responsibly. I don't know what the line is between just enough mimosas and too many mimosas, <laughs> but there's there's a line in there somewhere. Um, so the, the 
uh, let's see, this was out of Channel 5. This is out of SF Gate out of San Francisco. So they highlighted a restaurant called Kitchen Story and the sign that they put up. Dear all mimosa lovers, please drink responsibly and know your limits. Yes, the $50 cleaning fee will automatically be included in your tap, like John said, when you throw up in the public areas, which is everywhere in a restaurant. Uh, one of the co-owners of Kitchen Story said the sign seems to have cut down on the problem, noting that he hasn't actually had to charge any customers the $50 fee. Before the sign was posted, he said customers were throwing up frequently <laughs> and, and that employees were cleaning up mess after mess. Was it all the mimosas or did the food maybe have something to do with it too? Uh, there was another restaurant they talked about that they have designated mimosa fairies. Really? In San Francisco? <laughs> You're going to use that? Uh, anyway, so they, they these are employees who make their way through the restaurant. I mean, you know, they're, they're the ones that have the big tray full of mimosas, and they're just mm -hmm. going around refilling everybody. But they said that they're, the reason that they do it that way is so that they can notice anybody who's visibly intoxicated and cut them off and not give them any more free mimosas because they don't have to. But it begs, but don't call it bottomless mimosas. Yeah, which they all call it. If if they're not bottomless, if you're going to cut them off, don't don't call it that. I'll I'll go on the false advertising mode here for a second. If somebody's <laughs> going to come in because they're bottomless, don't cut them off. I just I I, I wonder about the the logic behind getting that drunk. I, I mean, yeah, I know it's free. I know you're giving away free. Now, forgive me. Most is what champagne and orange juice. Yep. Or champagne and pineapple juice or whatever, something like that. Usually orange juice, yeah. Okay. Uh, champagne's kind of expensive. I, I guess they're, I mean, I'm sure there's cheap <laughs> maybe, champagnes maybe out champagne there. champagne you drink. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, right. I've had champagne, I think, twice in my life. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, is is there cheap champagne? Is that what they're doing? Is that they're buying the cheapest stuff on the shelf? It's like eight bucks a bottle or something like that and just mixing it with orange juice? Probably to keep their profit margin as high as they possibly can. Sure. And I'm I'm not a big champagne drinker either. I like it, but not like I just buy it and keep it at home. Yeah. You know, it's not something that I just open. You can find champagne in the grocery store for six, seven bucks a bottle or sparkling wine, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the, the one bottle. It's also really sweet. Uh, right, yeah, and so it pairs well with the with the citrus fruit. Get a little sweet and tart thing going on. But yeah, we bought a bottle a while ago for a special occasion that we still have not opened. It's been sitting in the fridge for probably three or four years, uh, and it was something I, I think it's a Perrier Jouet, something like that. And that was a really expensive bottle of champagne. But you know, I, I don't think that's what they're probably serving at the restaurants. So uh, is cheap champagne like like cheap liquor? that it's going to get you, that the effects that you're going to feel are going to be exacerbated by the fact that it's just cheap garbage. So I also assume what's at work here is this is brunch, usually, right? Usually mimosas are a brunch thing. Yeah, Sunday brunch. And yeah. so you're, you're hungover probably from the night before, which is why you're going out to brunch. You haven't eaten before you start doing your bottomless mimosas. And all of that combines... <laughs> to make for not a good consequence. Yeah. Um, and, and champagne, this is what I, this is what I will give people. Sometimes champagne just hits people funny. Sometimes people that aren't affected by other liquors don't handle champagne. Well, I'm glad you said that I have had that argument with, I don't know how many people and I get it that the molecule is the same, the, mm -hmm. you know, from, from booze to booze, the alcohol molecule doesn't change. 
But I'm telling you, I mean, from my own experience and from the experiences of people that I've seen around me, there is a difference. There's a yeah. di- I mean, there are some people that can sit there and drink beer and tequila and whatever all you know all night long and be perfectly fine. You sit a shot of Jack in front of them, get ready mm-hmm. for a fight. And I don't know the biology behind that. I know. I wish I did. But, you know, there are some people who deny that they, mm-hmm. they just think, oh, it's all in your head. You know, you're just noticing it more you know, when, when you change up or whatever. But I'm telling you, I, I know people that they, they don't get like fighting mad. But as <laughs> soon as they get on whiskey, as soon as they're on brown liquor, really? they just get snarky and mean. And, and, and yeah, it just totally changes their personality. But on other liquors, they're fine. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Champagne just hits me really fast when I do. It's one of those things that I really like, but can't drink because it just, (laughs) it just goes straight to my head immediately. And then I have a headache right away or the next morning or both. And I don't, I don't like it that much (laughs) to, to drink it and have that kind of effect. What one restaurant is doing, there's a restaurant called home plate that instead of making it, they're still calling them bottomless mimosas, but it's only for 90 minutes. Oh, okay. So yeah. how many can you drink in 90 minutes? <laughs> yeah, well, if, if mimosas are your thing, I'm guessing a lot because they're in those little flute glasses like champagne is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing there are people that could really wreck that for 90 minutes. How much of a lack of control do you have to have, though? Because if you're going to get sick, I mean, usually if you're drunk enough to get sick, you knew three drinks ago. Yep that this was not going to, that this wasn't going well. So you stop because you're drunk or you can really feel it. You stop before it gets to that point. So why, what's such a lack of control that nobody's cutting themselves off at mimosa number nine instead of number 12? And again, we're talking Sunday morning at like 11 o'clock. This isn't something that's going on at 3 a.m. on Friday into Saturday. Yeah, I I don't know who wants to be that drunk at midday on a Sunday, but they're out there. This is also San Francisco. It can't be cheap. Yeah. Bottomless mimosas, even for 90 minutes, can't be cheap. Right, yeah. What are you paying for that Sunday brunch? Is that like a $60 or $70 pop for Sunday? We went to one. Not in San Francisco. Uh, but we we went to a, uh, a Sunday brunch here that where they had the free mimosas. I did not get one. I just didn't want one because, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, that's not really my thing. But um, even at that, yeah, I'm I'm thinking that that was like seventeen fifty a person, something like that. It wasn't crazy expensive. But San Francisco, yeah, you better believe it's going to be a little more than that. So a lot of you are weighing in on the biology of why liquor hits you different, and I think that's what we're going to get into oh, here cool. with a call. Um, <laughs> we're going to learn stuff. Uh, let's go to Ken in Kansas City. Hello, Ken. Hey, how are you all doing? Doing all right. What do, you, what do you know about getting hammered? <laughs> well, it's not so much me. I have a friend of mine. He's probably 5'10", 130 pounds. Uh-huh. He can drink beer all night long and be just fine. If he switches over to whiskey, like a rum and coke or any of that thing of that nature, yeah, within ten minutes he's ten feet tall and bulletproof. So with him, it's he will, it's any liquor. Yeah, anything that's a whiskey type beer's fine. Yeah, he's great to be around. He's jovial the whole nine yards. If he switches gears, look you out! You got to stay with him because he'll take on Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I've known that guy. Uh, all right. He's, Ken, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's noticed it. Uh, and like I said, sometimes it's not even fighting. It's just mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and these are people who don't normally get that way unless, 
and whiskey to me seems to be the one that that is more often the one that does that. But it's certainly probably not for everybody. It's just uh, as somebody on the text line pointed out. They said it's it's not it's not the alcohol molecule. It's the way your body metabolizes the rest of what it's getting. It's also really high in alcohol compared to other things that people drink. Sure. If you're a wine drinker or a beer drinker and you're not used to drinking whiskey that's 40% alcohol or whatever yeah. it is, yeah, you're going to struggle a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we have to get to a break. Jason, hang on the line. If you drive for Uber or Lyft, um, I can't think of where else this would be a problem, but if you have insight, 913-586-7798. Get to your calls next on KMBZ. Conversation started with this restaurant in San Francisco. In fact, there are several of them that are very tired of people coming in for the bottomless mimosas, overdoing it, and then throwing up in the restaurants. So they're starting a $50 fee for every incident. Yeah, uh, but there, there's a lot to say about this. We're going to let you do it. If you want in, 913-586-7798. To Jason and Gardner, we go next. Hey, Jason. Hey, how's it going? Oh, well, what do you think? Uh, you guys wanted to talk to an Uber and Lyft driver. I drive for both. I've been driving for both for about four years. Uh, the cleanup fee um, varies depending on what service provider or what share ride service you're driving for at the time. But uh, it can vary. The, at, at minimum, you're looking at a $250 cleanup fee. Wow. Okay. And that's, wow. And that, that's billed to the person who books the ride. So... For example, on the weekends when you're driving around big groups of people, um, if, you know, Susie orders the ride, but then, you know, Tim throws up in the car. She's the one getting hit for the cleanup fee. Oh, great. Um, but um, the severity of the cleanup fee can determine how expensive, you know, it's going to be. I mean, I've been pretty fortunate. I've only had about, you know, I've done 6,500 rides between Uber and Lyft combined. And... I've only had one puker, but it was pretty bad. And so they actually billed him 400 and I got the full 400. The problem with that is, is depending on the severity of it, it can shut you down as a driver. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that so, because, yeah, you, you, you can't pick anybody else up with all that in the back of your car. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't take it. And depending on how bad it is, we actually have to take it to a professional cleaner or have it cleaned and then send photographs in showing that it was cleaned and all that so um it's just a good idea not to throw up in a share ride <laughs> yeah now is is there anything you do to try because uh, like you said 6500 rides it's only happening once do you tend not to go out at bar closing time and do the uber bit actually i i drive those times i just come prepared like i i keep empty double ply Walmart bags in my car. So if somebody gets in and they're looking a little green, you know, I'll, I'll hand one of their friends a bag and say, Hey, make sure they hit the bag. If they get sick, I'll tell somebody in advance, if you're not feeling well, let me know. I'll pull over. And, uh, you know, for the most part, they, you know, I would say I've been pretty lucky, but, uh, you know, I have other friends who drive and they've not been so lucky. So it just depends on the people, honestly, who you're, who you're driving. Can I also assume if you're driving at that time, there is surge pricing, so you're making more money? Correct. So okay. I drive, since school has gone back into session, I go to Lawrence every weekend. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, on the weekend in Lawrence, I can clean up, you know, and the rides aren't very long. But a ride that's normally three to five bucks at two o'clock in the morning is now 15 to $20. Right. Wow. And, okay. you know, and I can do, I can do 30 to 40 rides a night there. 
So, so and just one last for you on this. If if somebody really comes out and they're by themselves, they've called you uh, or, you know, gotten you on the app or whatever, and you go to pick them up and you just know by looking at them, this is not going to go well. Can you and have you refused them? You can refuse them. Um, I've never refused anybody. Okay. Um, that's the whole purpose of us driving, to be honest with you. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is to, is to keep these guys off the streets. Um, I'll tell you that I kind of feel like it's our responsibility. And, you know, you just assume that if you're going to drive at that time of the day, that that's a risk you're willing to take. Okay. You know, I mean, yeah. that's part of the job, I feel like. Some people don't, and they choose not to drive during those times. But, you know, I've had officers in Lawrence tell me while I was waiting to pick people up that they appreciate our services and that, you know, since Uber and Lyft has come to Lawrence, it's cut down on the number of DUIs and things like that out there. So, you know, I just feel like it's kind of a part of the part of the job, to be honest with you. Yeah, I got it. Hey, good uh, for you for doing it. Uh, yeah, really. I like the attitude, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very much for the telephone call. Uh, let's get another call on here, and then for those that want us to move on, we will. <laughs> yeah. Sterling in Platte City is going to wind us up on this one. Hi, Sterling. Hey, good afternoon. Um, this made me think about, uh, you know, a time that I was involved with an incident that was it was pretty bad. It was almost something like you'd see on a movie. Um, I was uh, shuttling some uh, teenagers uh, from a mall to uh, another place. And one of the kids in, in the van, it held, you know, maybe a dozen of these teenagers. One of them got a hold of some alcohol, drank too much of it, got sick, started throwing up, and it became a domino effect. And everybody <laughs> in the van was throwing up, except oh. me, only because I was holding my head out the window. And this, this was like a... Uh, a 35-mile drive or something. It was awful. Yeah. So uh-huh. the logical consequences for this kid that got sick and initiated the barfo-rama, so to speak, uh, it was his job to clean the van out, and nobody else was to help him. It was him and him alone had to clean that van out. So uh, it was it was like something you'd see on on. Uh, on a, on a movie. Oh or yeah, well, and, and <laughs> I know I, I know people who even if they haven't been drinking, if they hear that, they're going to do it too. I mean, they, they just can't oh, help exactly it. So what yeah, happened. yeah. The, the the kids on on the van that weren't drinking and everything was fine. It was just <laughs> you know it was kind of like me. It was like I had to hold my head out the window. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's like, it's like the share that with it's the world's worst conga line. Uh, Sterling, thank you. Thanks very Thanks, much for the Sterling. phone call. Yikes. Oof. Nope. Wouldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Even just talking about it's making me queasy a little uh-huh. bit. All right, we'll take a break here. Coming up, uh, 20 days until Halloween. It's about the right time for adults to be ruining it already. We'll get to some stories about that next here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, coming up, we do have a list of the favorite <laughs> they're, they're ranking them top first and second place of the favorite candy in every state. There might be some, some things we got to talk about there. But we go to Massachusetts for this first story here about what they are banning for trick-or-treating. Yeah, and it, it only makes all the sense in the world that they would do this. It's kind of sad that they have to tell anybody this. Mm-hmm. But if you, uh, I mean, if, 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 I, if you're aware at all, I guess, you understand that there are chocolates out there that are filled with booze. I mean, they used to do this with cherry cordials years ago. There was liqueur mm-hmm. in there. I don't think they do anymore. I think it's now it's just sugary goo. But it's very thick, very you, thick sugary yeah, goo. Very yeah, very syrupy. But but it used to be the reason they were called cordials is because there was some cherry brandy or something like that in there. Um, and and in fact, there's a like the national candy of Costa Rica is called a copatina, and it's this right. little. It kind of looks like a a. a log it's a little short thing about the size of a of a tootsie roll but it's got a sugary center that's full of i think it's rum in there and yeah i mean it's just regular rum like you would get out of a bottle <laughs> it's delicious copatinas uh-huh. are fantastic but they're they're telling they're warning all the parents hey yeah it's illegal to do that uh if you have one of these cordials that's chocolate with liquor in it don't go passing it out to kids on halloween then there are the more obvious ones that are on the website for Candy Warehouse that they highlight here that shows um, you can get little bottle-sized chocolates that look like the little airplane bottles. Yeah. Now, they're very clearly marked. In fact, you think it was just liquor. Uh, Mojito, Cosmopolitan, Margarita, and Strawberry Daiquiri that are, it's chocolate shaped into the size of a bottle filled with whatever that cocktail is exactly yeah it's all hollow usually they come in in an assortment box so you get all four of them in one box and they're like upended and put in little plastic trays and yeah i mean it's the kind of thing that adults not kids put Mm -hmm. out at a party you know you're having a thanksgiving party or whatever or a halloween party and you put those kinds of things out uh and and again they're making sure don't do this it's a i mean it's the same thing as handing a kid a shot of liquor you just don't do that but somebody will do it. Of course. Just for fun, just to see what happens. All right, then we go to Utah and the debate this couple has prompted for using what they call a switch witch on Halloween. Um, Let's see, this video has been seen more than 10 million times on Instagram. Levi Jensen is a health coach and says, kids don't really need all that candy for trick or treating. So here's what we do instead. At the end of the night, the two-year-old daughter, Aria, chooses five pieces of Halloween candy to keep. She then puts the rest of the treats in a bucket and leaves it on the porch. While Aria is sleeping, the Switch Witch takes the sweets and puts a toy in its place. Um, They said, the witch who stops by our house is named Wilda. 
And they said they had no idea that the feedback would be so heated and so um, fired up as it has been. Does the kid get to choose whether to do this? Boy, I really doubt it. Doesn't this, sound like what it does. What kid would choose this? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, don't you want a toy instead? No, I want my candy. Give me my candy back. And of course, what really happens to the candy? Gee, I wonder. Unless unless it was a really good toy. Like, let's put a dollar amount. 50 bucks? Oh, yeah. Like a really cool toy <laughs> on yeah. that. Uh, yeah, the Switch Witch will bring a bicycle. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, don't, I don't think they're getting that extravagant with it. But, I, yeah, what a lot of the people are saying is exactly what I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, which is it's once a year. Let the kid have their Halloween candy. Now, at two years old, you are the parent. Yeah. Uh, it, my, uh, my solution to that and my parents' solution to that, which is probably where I got the idea, was rationing. You handed them your candy at the end of the night. You know, the big, uh, we used to use um, pillowcases. <laughs> yep, us too. And you, you hand them the pillowcase at the end of the night. They give you a few pieces of candy. And then they'll give you a little bit more tomorrow. So you're not eating it all in one day. That's fine. Yeah, that's what many people to this said. Sure. Why not just go moderation? She's two. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're 10 years old and they're going to go looking around the house to see where you hit it give her a couple of treats a day for dessert at dinner or whatever it is. And then, yeah, I'll keep it in the freezer. I'll keep it for a long time. Uh, yeah, exactly. And is there anything in this world better than a frozen Snickers bar? I submit there is not. The only thing that's bad about that is what's the um, thawing time that prevents you from breaking a tooth off when you try to get into that thing <laughs> I'll, when it's I'll frozen. Chance it. I'll chance it. I don't care. I want my frozen Snickers. I'll chance the broken tooth. So far, I haven't broken one on that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, usually, if you let them sit for maybe four or five minutes, you're good to go. I'm just laughing because this same story just posted on the Daily Mail on their Twitter account. Uh -huh. Mom and dad are branded, quote, horrible parents <laughs> after revealing they only allow their two-year-old daughter to keep five pieces of Halloween candy horrible parents yeah they're just this side of hitler i mean come on <laughs> go, go figure the, the internet's overreacting to something it must be a day that ends in why right <laughs> yeah that that's twitter for you <laughs> um okay and then we have a list here this is out of wkrn of the they have gone through and from candystore.com ranked and done the most popular list of candy from every state i i will admit I only have one kvetch about the bi-state area, okay? Because they do the top three. Oh, they've I got have a many. nice They've got a nice little chart here. Oh, yeah, there's there's plenty if you look down the list. But I'm just talking about between Missouri and Kansas. There's only one of these candies that I'm thinking, what are you doing? So uh, we can run them down. Uh, Kansas list is M&M's, which, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sour Patch Kids. I know that's a no. big dichotomy. I love the ultra sour candy. I love that stuff. And Swedish fish, which are God's gift to the candy world. It's Reese's Cups for Kansas. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking Swedish at Kentucky, Cups right? Swedish Cups is Kentucky, yeah. Uh, yeah that, uh, uh, so way to go, Kentucky on that. But yeah, you're right. M&M's, Sour Patch Kids, and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, which again, uh, yeah, any time, any day, hand me a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, I'm going to be a happy guy. For Missouri, first place is Almond Joy, ew. Uh-huh. Milky Way, ew. And Hot Tamales are number three. I only like two of these six. Only two of these six do I support. Well, so Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and M&M's? Correct. Okay, yeah. So it's yeah. all about the chocolate. And, and I get that. I mean, those are high-quality candies, no doubt. 
Um, my thought is, okay, Milky Way, eh, Milky Way is what you eat when you can't find a Snickers bar. Because <laughs> it's, it's just soft. It's just Snickers without peanuts. So, yeah, you're right. It's it's a little softer and gooier. So, yeah, it's not great, but it's okay. Um, hot tamales, I, I, I'm not huge on cinnamon candy. Mm-hmm. It, in as much as I like hot food, it's a different kind of heat. So mm-hmm. red hot dollars and hot tamales and all of that stuff. I'd, I'd rather have Mike and Ike's, the, the, the fruit-flavored little brother of hot tamales. Yeah, no, I want nothing to do with this. I mean, you may as well throw candy corn in the list with hot tamales because <laughs> I don't, I don't did, want anything to do with that. Did that show up anywhere? I'm looking down the list now to see if anybody put candy yes. corn. Is it Michigan? really there? Wow. Idaho? Uh huh. Um, Maine. I'm just scanning as it's, fast it's as I can here. Two in a lot of places, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> and then for Kansas, um, here's the thing: I'm not opposed to Sour Patch Kids being something people like, but it's the second favorite anywhere. Yeah, uh, more than Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with you on the order of things, but as somebody who likes those, I mean, they, uh, like the um. It's not Warheads because that's the one that's really hot. But there's another one of those hard candies that was the ultra sour ones. Or maybe it was. Maybe it's just sour Warheads. But those were good going all the way back to Zots back in the day. But I remember those. Um, but, yeah, the uh, Sour Patch Kids are, are pretty okay with me. The good thing about them is they're a gummy candy that doesn't have gelatin in it because that's where I draw the line. Okay. I'm just scanning through this list now to see what else is odd. Tennessee likes saltwater taffy. Ooh, so do I. Not as number two, though. Everything about their list is weird. Okay. Tennessee likes Tootsie Pops as their favorite. Uh, uh. Why? Yeah, just uh, give me a Tootsie Roll. Let me cut to the chase. And just get stuck in your teeth. <laughs> no. Um, and then uh, then it's saltwater taffy. Again, stuck in your teeth. Yeah. And then Skittles. There's no traditional chocolate on this list. No, which also good stuff. Maybe that's it. Um, well, I've been to Tennessee. There's not a lot of teeth there, so <laughs> it might have something to do with it. Um, Pennsylvania, Hershey mini bars. Okay. I mean, low pops in West Virginia. I, I still argue with the fact that they call those things fun size. No, a fun size candy bar is six feet long. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. This little teeny thing, there's nothing fun about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Virginia, I'm with you. Butterfinger, M&M's, and then, you know, they go off the rails with the hot tamale, tamales. But uh, I do love Butterfingers. The yeah. blow po- Again, stuck in your teeth, but I'm okay with that, <laughs> with the Butterfinger. But the blow pops in West Virginia, number one, the gum is not good. And it's hard to separate the hard candy part on the outside from the gum on the inside. Inevitably, you're getting hard candy stuck in that gum. Yeah, and it does dissolve over yeah. time. But by the time the candy dissolves, the gum's lost its flavor. So you got to spit it out anyway. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to look if there's any any state whose list is entirely good that I that I support. I, just, um, I, I think it's funny. Wyoming's third choice is Double Bubble. I don't remember the last time I saw Double Bubble. I'm sure it's still out there. It's like, does anybody have Bazooka Joe on there? <laughs> How far back into history are we going with these lists? Um, yeah, Candy Corn shows up a disturbing number of times. Yeah. On on this list here. And, I, um, and Swedish Fish isn't there nearly often enough. And South Dakota, Starburst, Jolly Ranchers, and Candy Corn. Oh, no chocolate anywhere. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. I'm not, well, I'm with them on the first two uh, candy corn. I don't mind candy corn as much as you do. I know you hate it. It's it's one yeah. of those things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, going back to Missouri, the whole thing with the, the almond joy and mounds. No. Ugh. 
that that weird texture squeaky thing that 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 those coconut shavings do that's the stuff i've i've been convinced since i was a little kid that when we got those 64 boxes of crayola crayons that they had the little <laughs> sharpener in the back like if you uh-huh. put a white crayon in there and and do all that that's what's in the middle of an almond joy there's no coconut in there at all it's just the white crayon shavings i mean i have so many I don't have enough time to talk about how much I despise coconut. So you know where I stand <laughs> yeah. on that. Somebody, no no so, Kit Kats? Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I noticed that. Oh. Boy, I'm looking through it. I like Kit Kats. Yeah. Oh, Me yeah. too. Nothing wrong yeah. with those. Um, you're right. It doesn't show up anywhere. Boy, is there anything else that doesn't oh, show yes, up anywhere? It, it shows up in Illinois. Illinois. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Second second choice in Illinois. Um, Sour Patch Kids number one. So maybe not your people, Jamie. Uh, oh. And then Kit Kats and then Starburst. You know, it's it, it, a little trivia for you, Colin. You know, the stuff in between the wafers on a Kit Kat, the, the gooey stuff that's in between the wafers. I love this fact. I, I don't know what it is and I don't know what it's called. It's smashed up Kit Kats. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It's like they take that. a whole Kit Kat and just puree the thing and then use that as the glue to stick the wafers together. Oh, I like that. A lot, <laughs> I know, actually. It's great. <laughs> there is no Nestle Crunch Bar on this list anywhere. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, Ooh, that's I'm a fan of that. Good. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about Illinois for a second. Sour Patch Kids, then Kit Kat, then Starburst. Now, where was um oh Lifesavers in Delaware? Who's picking Lifesavers in their top three? Yeah. Is it the hard ones or the gummies? Oh, it doesn't say. It just says lifesavers, so I guess could be either one. I I like a good lifesaver gummy, gelatin. So I'm out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it tastes like lifesavers, that's good. But you know, lifesavers has made some mistakes too. I, I've talked about uh, Jelly Belly getting rid of the peanut butter ones, which is mm-hmm. just an awful idea. They were so good. Lifesavers got rid of the absolute best assortment they ever had, and and this is I know gonna uh, gonna get you again, Jamie, but they had a lifesavers assortment called Tropical Fruit. It's been gone for probably twenty years or more, but the the best one in there was the coconut one. Define best. It the, the flavor of it was outstanding. It, first of all, it was just sweet enough. It wasn't overly sweet. And it had a little bit of that coconut flavor, but without the texture. It, the texture was just like any other M&M. But they also had, like, papaya was in there, and, oh, yeah. and banana was in there. It, it, they were so good. And what did they get rid of? The tropical fruit assortment, of course. I respect that coconut can be good for other people. So uh-huh. if you tell me it's good, I believe you. I just can't stand it. Oh, yeah, and I, so. I totally respect that. But, um, yeah, somebody else said I'd give my right arm for butter rum lifesavers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. That's been a little while. But, um, but yeah, that uh, you know, the, there are some flavors that they have that are really good. I also like the wild cherry lifesavers. Those weren't bad. So what are, you guys like is, what are your guys' definitive bit. top three then? Uh, oh, candy of all time? Just Halloween. We're talking about the list for each state. Mm-hmm. What are your guys' top three? Oh, you definitively. G- go ahead, Jamie. What do you think? Because I know you're you're not the sweet tooth person in general, anyway. No, this, so this is easier. Um, somebody just said watch call it on the text line. Those are good. Do they still make that? Yeah, yeah. You can okay. still find them. All right, so I'm gonna say Kit Kat number one, Reese's peanut butter cup number two, and if I can get a watch call it, that's number three. Okay. Uh, I will probably. See, a couple of my favorites they don't even make anymore because my all-time favorite ever was the Marathon Bar, but they haven't made that in years. Uh, Chocolite, same thing. So I would go probably my top would be Hershey's Special Dark. Oh, um, there. Yeah. Number two would be Swedish Fish. 
And then, wow, what would be third on my list? Let me look over this, uh, see if, oh, yeah, Snickers. Yeah, probably Snickers. Let me throw one at you guys. I'll go Kit Kat. Okay. Give me Skittles at two. Give me Rolos at three. Uh -uh. Oh. A little stuck in the teeth, but I like Rolos. (laughs) That malted, chalky flavor of a Rolo. Uh Uh-uh. But the caramel inside is so good. caramel is so good. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, I had forgotten about roll. That that used to be skating rink stuff. That was uh-huh. we, we would go roller skating and and get uh, a pack of Rolos to kind of keep the sugar level up. All right, we have to take a break, or Colin's gonna get mad. But we're um, <laughs> we're getting a bunch of these on the boy. There are a couple more we have to talk about on the text line that are coming in. Keep these coming in. We'll be back here in a couple of minutes on KMBZ on request from the text line. Because we'll take requests sometimes. This is the only lyrics of the song that I know. Are there other <laughs> lyrics to the song besides yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Uh, I used to love the video for this. She was cute. Um, okay. So a couple of you on the text line think, I don't know the difference between the Rolo and the Whopper. I do know the difference. I don't like the Whopper either. <laughs> I, I, I get that. I, I know the difference. I, I just, that chalky flavor to me also is in a Rolo. The, of, the, of the chocolate itself? Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. just it's just chocolate and caramel. I mean, yeah, Rolos, that's all there is to it. But yeah, I I know what you mean in that the the milk chocolate they, they use for Rolos does not taste like regular milk chocolate. It it does have a little bit of a different quality to it. I'm not sure what it is. Um. Okay, I'm just looking to see the others. Somebody said licorice is in their top three. Black or red. Because I, I mean, I don't I, know. I don't. I don't mind black licorice. I mean, there are plenty of people who hate that flavor, and again, I get it. It's real strong, and it's not particularly sweet. But uh, I'm okay with that. And and uh, when it comes to red licorice, like uh, you know, Twizzlers or whatever, the ones that I like are, are I'm the one who likes. I'm that weirdo who likes the red laces, the real thin <laughs> ones. You know, that are like seven and a half feet long. You get to roll them up. Uh, those are good, and there's one that Twizzlers makes that's a shorter version of that. It's nine of them all stuck together and twisted, mm-hmm. of the, and you get to peel them apart and eat the little strings. I like those two. Oh, okay. I mean, I like the I, I like the project with that and having to pull them <laughs> apart. Yeah, but I don't want. I, I must just be opposed to anything getting stuck in my teeth, yeah. except Butterfinger. Butterfinger's the exception where I'm okay. The person said red. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And again, it's going to be much sweeter. It doesn't have that harsh, uh, what is it? Anise is the flavoring in that? Ew. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, yes. that black licorice has. So sure. I get it. Um, okay. I was just, oh, somebody said Giardelli milk chocolate squares with a salted caramel center. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I will go okay. with you on any of the Giardelli squares with that little thin layer of stuff in the middle, which by the way, also Andy's. Candies, the little mint uh, chocolate things. Those are awesome. Yeah. Give me a box of those and I'll see you in a couple of hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's like one serving should be a whole box. One serving's probably two, but it should be a whole box because of how fast you can go through those. Yes. Um, Somebody said, why are there only two flavors of licorice? There's red and black. And why does uh, black licorice taste like ouzo? (laughs) Yeah. Same same flavor profile. The answer to that is, though, there, there are more. Uh, there's chocolate licorice out there and, and a couple of different flavors, but you have to look for them. Yeah, black and red are the two that just seem to be everywhere. Lindor chocolates. You people are getting fancy. Ooh, the truffles. Yeah. On me here. I mean, we can get 
we can get any any dark chocolate with salt on it or any any sweet salty thing mm-hmm. is good. All right, well, we're all hungry now. Feel free to keep <laughs> these coming in. We'll be entertained. Oh, it's Sammy. Sammy's coming <laughs> along with the candy man. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up in the next hour, airlines are really serious about you putting your seat back up before landing. <laughs> One flight learned exactly how serious. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 